today in the Mike Diaries, I'm doing something a little different as it's a Christmas special. I usually put the spotlight on vocalists and MCs, but this time I'll be speaking to the girls behind Dynamics, the new platform for women in bass music, Anada, Kyrist and Verse. So I'm with the girls behind Dynamics, Anada, Averse, Kyrus, otherwise known as Diana, Avril, Casty. <laughs> hey girls. Hello. Hello. Oh, it's really good to have you here. Thanks Thank for you for being here. my Christmas special. Yes. So let's get straight into it. Dynamics. How did it all start? So Anada, it's your baby, so tell us all about it. Well, it's a bit of a weird story really, because um basically me and Kirsty were really lucky. Um during the summer that we actually managed to get abroad. We timed it so perfectly. We managed to go to Croatia um, because we were just missing Outlook, to be honest, and just wanted the Croatia vibes. And um, so we were laying on the beach, uh, tanning ourselves. um, In fact, I saw the pictures. (laughs) Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice. And um, yeah, like we were just having like a bit of a conversation about like women in music. And I was sitting there trying to sort of list as many women that I could think of in drum and bass and dubstep. And it just really frustrated me, the fact that I just wasn't able to enlist as many as I could. And I just felt like as a woman, like a woman in music, that I should know more and I should be doing better. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, and... I said to Kirsty, I was like, do you know what? When I get home, I'm going to try and write a list of as many as I can think of and research online and I'll set up this Excel spreadsheet and make it shareable. And um, I got home and I was like, this is rubbish. Like, I really, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to have an Excel spreadsheet. Like, I'm just going to turn it into a website and I just thought I'll I'll just upload everything that I found so far and then it will look nice then and people will want to go on the website and have a look at everything. And um, yeah, so I um, spoke to Dave Jenkins from UKF. Big up Dave. (laughs) Big up Dave, (laughs) yes. Um, And I was like, oh, I'm doing this little project. And he was like, cool, like when you've done the Excel spreadsheet, like um, I'll share it for you. And I was like, well, actually, I think I'm going to turn it into a website. And that's where it all began. And to be honest with you, I think at the time I did think to myself, what the hell have I done? Because I realized the task. (laughs) So much work. Oh my God, it was so much work. And um, I I quickly realized that I was going to have to recruit some more people to help me. And that's where you guys came in. So... (laughs) Averse, what was your part in Dynamics? So I was helping out on the drum and bass side. Um, Deanna got me involved because I already follow quite a lot of um, female DJs in drum and bass just because I'm interested in it. And um, so I uh, basically been contacting people, asking them if they wanted to get involved. Um, And yeah, just kind of, it's been really nice to kind of get that sense of community as well mm, and I know a good lot of response. people yeah a lot of people have been really glad that something like this is happening um so yeah that's kind of where I fit in on the sourcing people Amazing. to add um, and also recently wrote a article for yes, <laughs> yes that was brilliant really, really good. which I'm going to try and do more often I think when there's contentious topics like that I they're often things that I've thought about a lot and I always have like a kind of sense of what I think on it. <laughs> so I was like, it was really nice to get that out on a piece of paper. Yeah, and like express yourself. Three and a half thousand words in the end. I was like, I've basically just written a fucking essay on my weekend. <laughs> like, don't I do enough of this anyway? Um, but yeah, so that's hopefully going to be doing some more writing for Brilliant. it as well. And Kyrus, what about yourself? What was your part to play? My role, I think, is quite minimal at the moment. Um, I'm just here to help Deanna and Avril when they need some help, really. Um, Uploading profiles to the website. I mean, that is not minimal. (laughs) Well, not really, but in terms of ideas, they come from mostly from the two girls here next to me. Um, We always ask your opinion. Yeah, so I'm kind of like the person they bounce ideas off sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, my my role in it, I would say, kind of involved but not involved at the same time yeah so, yeah great oh yeah well when, i had a when diana wants to cry <laughs> it's like it's fine everything's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine so i actually helped as well didn't i i um, you did yeah kind of looked after the vocalist side of things and just contacted a lot of the vocalists that i know and or don't even know and Mm. And, and yeah, I, I literally pretty much 95% rate of people coming back and saying what yeah. a great idea it is. 
you know, they'd love to be part of it. So mm. did you guys have any negative feedback or any kind of negative um, around it? Yeah, I mean, there was one particular person, I'm not going to mention any names, but no. there was one particular person um, that really did go in on me on an email once. Oh, <laughs> I know, yeah, I mean, it wasn't nice. Like, it when stuff like that happens, it does make you question for a moment, like, am I doing the right thing here? And it was before the launch as well. And um, oh, I was just so nervous for the launch. Like, I, I wrote about this in, in my UKF article, like, after I saw what happened with that article that came out, um, that Hannah wrote about the the one that had Katie Coven in it and Spectral. Yes, um, yes. I remember reading the comments on that and I was thinking, wow, like if there's people kicking off on an article like this, like what are people going to say when my UKF article comes out about dynamics? Like what if people hate it? And I was like, oh no, like I got really, really nervous. <laughs> but um I'm so glad that I did it. And I would say 99% of people have received it really, really, really well. And we've just had so many nice messages from people and I'm I'm glad it's helping. The thing is in this industry, there's always going to be people that don't like what you're doing. There's always going to be people that say negative things or, or just, you know, you can never keep everybody happy. So yeah, it's just part of the process, isn't it? Part of the game. Yeah, it is. You just got to keep going, don't you? Absolutely. But... I feel like I should have started with introducing you all, but, you know, I'm going to do it now. So just in case people are listening to this and don't know who you are, Anada, tell us about yourself. Um, well, I'm Anada. My name's Deanna. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, I, I, I've always come from like a dubstep background. I mean, I can actually remember a time in my life when I hated drum and bass. <gasps> oh my God, get out. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, exactly. Faster than bass. That's gaffer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, there was a time when I hated it. I remember my friends used to play it, and I thought, "This is so repetitive. It's so annoying." Like dubstep forever. Like hey. I was so, I was so hardcore <laughs> dubstep. And then there was a moment for me when, um, probably really when I met Kirsty, to be honest. Like we started going to more drum and bass nights like this was and where was that this was in Luton because hey, we're Luton, from the same town Luton crew, Luton crew. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah we Kirsty used to play out in like these grotty dingy little clubs in Luton and I used to go and watch her play and I'd be like oh wow that's so cool like there's a girl playing like Aww. I remember I remember having that thought because it just wasn't a thing like eight years ago and you know we became really good friends and we used to go out to raves together and we'd go to Fabric in London and Sick. we went to um a critical night one night I think and um I remember I was watching Eni play and I remember turning around to some of the people that were next to me and I was like I like drum and bass now. Oh, yay! <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then from there, I, I've kind of always gone between dubstep and um, drum and bass, really. But I primarily DJ um, dubstep, but me and nice. Kirsty do have an alias together called Encrypt. Ooh, I like it. Which you'll be hearing a little bit more from us, hopefully. 2021. <laughs> 2021, when we get our lives back. Yay! Um, which will be a 140 to 170 style. Yes, kind of I remember set. you saying about it. It, was like, it sounds like a really good journey. You'll start obviously with mm. 140 going 170. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. So Averse, tell us about you. Um, so I'm a drum and bass DJ. I DJ under Averse and I also DJ under a trio alias called Nuance um, or Nonce as sometimes people think it is. Uh, I used to to think it was Nuisance. (laughs) (laughs) Nuisance, yeah. Um, So I've been DJing for I think three years. Oh God, I can't remember. I think it's three years, yeah. Um, And been part of Nuance since last summer. Um, So yeah, I've always, I kind of used to be into drum and bass when I was a bit younger and then got out of it and went into techno, boo. Yeah, oh, and then, no, I love techno. <laughs> and then got back into it, yeah, like about five years ago and after about two years decided that I was going to um, give mixing a go. I think the reason why I'm quite passionate about getting more women involved is because I guess I got involved not late in my life, but a little bit later than a lot of my guy friends did. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, there was a lot of people, I think I didn't have the right sort of people around me that were really like... Mm wanted to see me necessarily do well if you know what I mean yeah so people would kind of make comments like oh like but 
why would you be wanting to start learning how to DJ? Like, yeah. and wow. I think I heard things like that when I was about 18. And I think it just really, really knocked my ability to even yeah. think about myself. Doing Do you think that's like because that? you're a woman or because... Well, I don't know what what do you think. I think a big part of that is from being a woman. Yeah, Mm. I I really do. I I felt that sense, and I think people find it a bit easier to belittle you when you're a woman. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So I think then I met my two best friends, Ellie and Lex, and they both DJed, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But how do you do it? Like it's so (laughs) hard. And they were just like, "It's really not like." it'll be hard for like six months and then you're going to get the hang of it and you're going to really love it. And they yeah. used to always kind of like just big me up and be like, you have the best tune selection. Like, Aww. oh my God, you really need to learn. Please learn. So I did um, under duress. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was helped out as well by, I did, um, there's a kind of collective in Bristol called Mix Nights mm-hmm. and they do uh, tu- like tutoring. Um, so they oh, do like eight week, okay. cor- I think cool. it's eight week, six week courses. Yeah. Um, and that was really helpful because that's taught by women. Um, so I think I've had a lot of help from supportive women in my life. And I kind of wanted Aww. to give something back in that sense. And I'm just a massive feminist. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, one thing I feel like you missed out then about nuances, you you know, if people are listening to this don't know, it's three girls. Yeah, it's me, Ellie and Lex. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, yeah. yeah, we're like the power girls. Smashing it, you girls are, I tell you. Getting more gigs than bloody yours. <laughs> you actually are. You actually are. <laughs> It's because we just send them pictures of squirrels and then people are like, oh, we we do not do that. (laughs) So Kyrie's this girl needs no introduction, but introduce yourself anyway. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. I'm Kirsty, aka Kyrist. Um, I've been DJing for about 14 years, I think, Um, making music for about 10. Um, Started off for me when I was pretty young. Um, just listening to um, to music with my mates from school and then a few of the lads introduced me to drum bass through like CD packs that they'd stole off their older brothers or sisters or something. Um, and then I remember before YouTube, I had this one friend who- Before YouTube? Yeah, way before YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time before YouTube. Um, there was this website, what was it called? Hard to Find Records. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Hard to Find Records? That's from Birmingham. Is it really? Yeah. Never knew that. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, they used to have like 30 second clips of all the vinyls and stuff or just releases. Um, and one of my mates kept playing this track on repeat, on repeat, on repeat for like a whole night. And I was like, dude, what is this? Like, this is yeah. really cool. He's like, oh, this is drum and bass. So, yeah, that was like the way before YouTube and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I started mixing on vinyl mostly. Um, started getting a little collection together uh, and I did sell it all because I kind of needed some money I think and then I sold my Technics so oh. a bit, bit of a sad time but um, yeah I first got gigs in my hometown of Luton Woo-hoo. I said yeah. the T no one ever says the T but I said the T Luton Luton, Luton. Luton. It's, Luton. <laughs> yeah. it's the same scummy place Luton's the posh part <laughs> Luton's brand <laughs> oh wow there. yeah um, and I think if I remember correctly, my first show was on New Year's Eve. So no pressure at all. Just oh New Year's God. Eve <laughs> in a venue called the Hat Factory in Luton. Um, and me and my friend were playing a back-to-back set um, on vinyl. So our hands were like dead shaky because we were so nervous. Like, oh, like skipping the Amazing that we were doing it on vinyl though. Yeah. You know? I learned the hard way. Basically. It's the best but I way think to it's learn. easier. It's way it's better if you learn the hard way and then it just gets easier from there. Yeah. Up, I think. Definitely. Yeah, so that's it really. And then it kind of um So how did your set go on New Year's Eve? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I was so nervous, I think I just blacked it all out <laughs> yeah. after that. Um yeah, and then I ended up going to this place called DJ Academy when I was about nineteen. Um it was a place in Luton that it was like a place that you couldn't go to well you could go to sorry if you didn't have a job or you didn't really have anything to do but you could get like EMA money so you mm. get like 30 quid a week for just turning up and doing nothing but um there was a guy there who taught me sort of how to write dubstep actually to begin ah. with um he's called Michael um actually they still have DJ Academy in Luton um but it's in a different place now and he messages me like every now and again like hey what are you up to like we're really cool to see you if you wanted to come to our sort of place and like yeah. show like talk to the kids or whatever but i've never really found the time for it but i'd love to at some point oh you um, sure that'd be yeah. amazing but yeah i kind of just learned the basics <clears throat> from there on production 
um so that was yeah like 2009 and then 2010 I went to college yeah and then went to uni after that and yeah that's how it kind of snowballed really Amazing. but yeah most of my I say success has come from just chatting people's ears off <laughs> <laughs> and being like hey can I have a set please <laughs> yeah here's here's my mix cd Aww. take this and then people actually hit me back or you know just talking to other DJs and asking their advice so if anyone's listening that wants to know how to get into DJing just talk to people yeah definitely. people when we can finally go out again depending Next on year, where you are in the world 2021 yeah yeah, 2021 get out there make yourself known if you want to start your DJing career absolutely and I feel like you know obviously Dynamics is you know representing women and I feel like there's a lot of female DJs out there but not so many female producers it's getting better but I'd definitely say that you are, you know, up there as one of the top female producers in, in drum and bass. Thanks very much. Yeah. And, to, and actually, you've done some really good 140 as well, so. You're one of my yeah. inspirations, Cassidy. Oh, cheers. Cheers, mate. You are, though. Like, you know, as I said, there, there's a lot of female DJs. And there, there are definitely getting more female producers, but that's what we need more of now. And I feel like yeah. you're definitely, like you know flying that flag for all the female producers out Thank there you. i actually put up a post um i can't remember how long it was ago a few months ago just saying that if there's any girls that want to learn music production um hit me up because at the time nice. i kind of wanted to do something with my time and also help people and it's obviously quite apparent from working with the other two girls on dynamics and you sorry three girls um <laughs> oh, all of us lot just seeing how little producers there are in comparison to DJs so I kind of thought if there's something to do to help then I I want to yeah so yeah so listen up girls if you want to learn to produce then go to Kyrie. yeah please please get me like directly or something I'll help you out um so yeah I've taught and I've taught that's not a word I've taught (laughs) I like it I've taught um I think there's about four girls now um from all over the world there's one in Australia who I teach um, oh. and there's a girl in South Africa that I I'm still yet to have a lesson with but we're going to get around to it at some point soon yeah Stacy yeah big up Stacy from South it's Africa it's in the one that the one, one that hospital mentorship yeah. amazing yep. Stacy yeah so it's going all right so far the feedback has been pretty good um I take the lessons slow so we go at their pace yeah um and I just kind of base it on their track so we'll work on something that they've already done and i'll like show them how to improve it basically in a nutshell Yay. so oh that's yeah. wicked man well, great like so dynamics what is next for dynamics like what up and coming projects have you got anada um so next year we are actually putting together um a series of biopics um, what is that? So short, <laughs> short basically they are short documentaries. Oh, wow. Um, we've picked mm, like most of the people that we want to have. Um, I'm not going to say who the first person is yet, oh, but you'll know who exciting. they are. They're, they're quite well known and so deserve. Oh, yeah, it's, it's Colette Warren, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I need joking, not me. I didn't even know what biopic was. <laughs> but um, yeah, like this, this girl in particular, 100% deserves like having a light shine Sean on what they do oh brilliant um so we're gonna run one every single month can you say whether that girl is a dj or they're a dj and producer oh i like it yeah i think i might have an idea really i don't know (laughs) (laughs) let's not say let's not say say. it'll be a surprise yeah but um they're gonna come out every month um they're gonna be around about five to 10 minutes long um and we've specifically picked people that we feel are not just DJs and producers, but have some kind of impact in another way mm. on like the broader kind of community. Yeah, on the scene. Yeah, exactly. And um, basically, just to go around and like hear what other people want to say about women yeah, as well, yeah, like, definitely. and see what other people are up to. Because I think it'll be really useful for you know up and coming women to to hear people's backstories. I think that's definitely something that helps with getting girls into the industry is knowing what other women have Absolutely. been through to get where, to where they are so um we're really excited for that aren't we Avril yeah. oh that's yeah we start fun. filming on the 16th of January yay amazing well I can't wait to to watch them but 
So with us, like obviously there's a lot of other um, kind of female platforms like that, like EQ50 and um, the hospital women in German base page where they've been doing the mentorship. Like, can you kind of tell us a bit more about them? Like, you know, you know, anyone that I've missed and what you can say about them? I just think to start with big the fuck up to anyone who's actually doing something. Um, <laughs> I love it. Like really just people actually noticing that there there could be things to be done is definitely a starting point whether you're the person that's doing them or not just actually having people that say okay yeah this isn't because I've been told by people that it's not an issue and I'm like um are you sure? Are they usually guys oh, that say that? Oh, you're a guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably why. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that things aren't always done in the ways that everyone likes. Mm. And I think, but as long as they're contributing to the issue in a positive way, then I think it's amazing. Like, I think the, the two mentoring schemes, hospitals, one and EQ50s, one were just so needed. Like, it's brilliant. really, really, I think it's, I think it's hard to kind of you are putting yourself out there for criticism in a way as well mm. um but I think that it's it's amazing that they've done that and I think it's definitely well needed and I'd like to see more of that kind of thing I've always felt like mentorship is something which is super important in the scene um and like that kind of informal support is super helpful so it's really nice to see that happening we want to do in the future isn't it like some kind of like mentoring whether, whether it's with producers but maybe like just a helping hand, like yeah. having someone to um, chat to. Yeah. Like being buddied with people. I know that this is something that you came up with, Avril, and I think it's a really great idea. That is like, like the buddy system. Yeah, like yeah, something we nice. want to implement in the future for sure. Um, and yeah, we just want to help in that kind yeah, of way. Yeah, it's well. great yeah. for women to have a mentor. I mean, everybody knows, well, not everybody, but probably if you listen to any of these podcasts, you know, everyone knows my story that I was mentored by MC Tali. You know, and that was being mentored by a really successful woman in German bass doing what I wanted to do is it just means so much. And it just inspires you like being mentored by a man. Yeah, I'm sure that's great, too. But being mentored by a woman doing what you want to do just makes you feel like, well, I can do this like she's doing it. I can do it. So, yeah, that, that would be really great to have some women. But obviously, you know, I don't you know, men in this scene is obviously, is, you know, let's face it, it's probably 80 percent men still. But I just want to big up the men that are supporting the women. So can you guys name any guys that you really want to big up that are really behind the whole like women and drum and bass thing and dubstep? Um, I think like one of them, like there's definitely an issue like with like this isn't just happening in drum and bass, like coming from a woman who is involved in 140. Um, there's even more of a lack of women in 140. Like I can't, yeah, like if you look at the Dynamics website, you can see a massive difference Mm. between the amount of women on the drum and bass side compared to the dubstep side. I think we've got like maybe 130 women, DJ and producers in drum and bass Mm. and maybe like 60 across dubstep. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know what? A lot of the producers are um, female producers they're in america like kiva um waving thorns like they're they're in america so you know some of the girls that are here like they're not interacting with as many women as maybe Mm. they are over there it's just it's dubstep still so huge in america it is it's definitely bigger there it is yeah 100 percent. but do you know what like there's one guy in dubstep that just consistently make sure that he represents women on his lineups and that's sergeant pokes Aww. um like i did a recent croy dub event and um there was me isla bruegel um sherry s and loti who mm-hmm. i went back to back with and i think that's pretty damn good considering like yeah, th- there was four amazing. women on a lineup um out of i think it was like 10 people or 12 people and for dubstep that's pretty good because most events you won't get a that's single really woman on there at all dubstep. yeah um and we've got a live stream coming up um soon as well and there's oh, like oh, what date's that it's this friday so i don't i don't think this will it's be gonna, out by then yeah but you, but you, you can, can watch, watch it back. back yeah you can watch <laughs> it back it's called fried dub and um fried dub fried dub yeah <laughs> but pokes always tries like to put it. dub on the end of everything i love it it's great because um, <laughs> a croy dub <laughs> that's oh, the name of his brand it's croy dub okay. yeah um so i think on that lineup we've got like there's like six girls on there that's wicked and we're going up against the big boys as well we've got you're gonna smash it yeah you ain't got nothing to worry about <laughs> i hope so but yes big up 
Sergeant Pokes, consistently representing women, and I I can't thank him highly enough because it really does help in this industry. Oh, brilliant. Well, big up the guys that are supporting the women. You know, we have still got a long way to go, particularly with lineups. So, Kirsty, like, you're one of the deep, well, when things were normal, you know, you are one of the, you know, females that I think gets booked all the time and just, just as much as a guy does. But do you feel like, is it fa- are you kind of placed on the lineup fairly, do you feel? Do you mean like in order, in order. top to bottom? Unless they do A to Z, but you um, know, I feel like you're actually quite Yeah, are. there's been a few where I'm like, why am I at the bottom? Yeah. But you know, it, I don't take it to heart really. I do for about five minutes, but then I just get over it. Like yeah. most of the time, I'm just grateful to be on that lineup. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, from the last few years, I've kind of made my way up there somehow just through like just working on music and putting out mixes and you know people have noticed and thought I'm worthy of a place on there you know like yeah. all the festivals I managed to play last year like super you did all of them all of yeah. the best ones apart from Sun and Bass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next, next year Sun and Bass people year. <laughs> if you're listening you know what to do next year <laughs> <laughs> next year so if I was, we were saying earlier about like the different kind of brands out there for females. Have you got any advice out there for them that you feel like they could be doing? Not better, but you know, well, yeah, better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the first thing to do as anyone who's involved in the scene is just just notice that this is something which it I don't want to keep calling it an issue but it's just it is something which is slightly imbalanced with our scene at the moment and mm. can definitely do with some improving definitely. and so that comes from everyone that comes from people who listen to music maybe making a bit more of a conscious and es- um, conscious effort to make sure they're listening to that that's made by women um also listening to kind of mixes and stuff just like I'm not telling people to support people they don't want to support but just maybe look a bit outside of their own usual social circle because otherwise you just perpetuate that issue and um, I think as well there's there should promoters should really look at this as an opportunity to do their bit in mm-hmm. in addressing this sort of imbalance at the moment and i also think the same thing when it comes to ethnicity as well this isn't just um Absolutely, a sort of female 100%. thing i think there's lots of different people which need to be represented better and i'd like to see it be more of a scene that is more representative more fair for everyone um, but i think even just promoters just making as a promoter you've got a huge responsibility to you're you're directly contributing to the scene that you're in and you're telling people who they should be seeing and it's your responsibility to basically think about the scene that you want to see and the scene that other people around you want to see and whether that continues to be um white males or whether that continues to be something that's more representative and you've you've got a lot of power in that position um and also looking outside of your friendship circles, I think is really mm, important. Like mm. we all want to book our mates, but also that doesn't necessarily uh, sort of progress other people that are set outside your social circle. So I noticed that women who run events miraculously seem to have a lot more women on them um, right. because they make yeah. the effort and because they yeah. kind of, you know, they they look at the people around them a bit closer. So I think it's definitely a really important thing. And then from a sort of label perspective as well, I think that like labels really need to have this factor this into their decision making and mm. have need to make more of an effort to headhunt. Well, this is the thing is I really do think that if labels say, right, we're we're open for people to send us tunes they'll get 90% men. If they say we're open to people send us tunes, please, if you are a woman or if you're an ethnic minority or if you're someone that fits outside of the usual criteria, we're really interested in hearing from you as well. You will get so much more because there's people who don't feel confident enough to send you their shit yet. Whereas if you kind of direct it, I'm not saying they should look at women's stuff more favorably than men's, but if they get stuff and if they kind of make sure their efforts are a bit more directed to make people feel included, I think that will have a big impact as well. So I think that labels need to be focusing on it as well. Promoters need to be focusing on it and not as a sort of tokenistic thing, but as a genuine, you know, if they've got music from a woman that they're like, this is, I know what this needs to basically get to the level it needs Mm. to be on my label, just putting in that extra mile because they probably don't necessarily have the people around them, especially if they don't live in like a big city or something like that. Mm. They probably don't have the people around them that that can actually give them that advice or that they feel Mm. comfortable asking for that advice or that aren't just going to sort of tell them that it's a bit shit. So I think it's really important that they kind of, yeah. And in terms of people that are doing that at the moment, um, I noticed that Sofa Sound have done that. They've got um, Holly May yes. on board with the mix series, which Amazing. is really 
fucking good move. Um, really nice to see that. Hospital, um, I've noticed with their uh, festival lineups, they're a lot more representative. Yeah. There's also a couple of things in Bristol. So there's a group called Full Spectrum. Um, oh, they're really, yeah, they're, they're kind of newer. I think they started this year. They're doing stuff. And one of the girls there works for Lakota, and I can tell that she's been putting a you know a bit of effort into Is making sure yeah hey, Fionn. Hey, yeah Fionn. Up Fionn. Up Fionn. <laughs> um i've said it a couple of times you can tell that she there's a lot more kind of effort there into booking women for the shutdown events and well yeah that. i was actually wanted to talk about um the lakota um shutdown events that's been happening um in you know since kind of when we've been allowed to be at events again in bristol what is it's july was it july till november so Ben did um, an intrigue night there and there was like, you can choose whoever you want, but we we have at least one film on every single lineup. Wow. And that's that what, it? yeah. That's that, amazing. That's what they said. There was like, you know, you can choose it, but you have to choose at least one female. Is that why I played? Yeah, <laughs> it actually is, to be fair. And it's like, I need a female, I'm going to put Avril. You know, and there was like, we, you know, every single lineup that they have has at least one female, which is just I amazing. rate that. Yeah, I really rate that. I think that sort of thing. And also, I think, you know, when you just look outside of your normal people that come up on your feed, you will find some amazing people. Like, I've definitely, since doing Dynamics, I've come across so many absolutely sick artists i'm like oh my god i want to do a little back to me back too <laughs> absolutely yeah. me too like just having that website like i went on there and it's like oh wow i didn't know about this person oh wow she's sick like what how did i know about this person blah 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 yeah. so it's, it's great to have it so you know big ups for starting this but kind of on the the female thing i'd like you to all well we spoke about it before you've all chosen a tune a recent tune from a female that you love. We're going to play a little clip of it. So we'll start with you, Deanna. Yeah, so the tune uh, that I've picked is uh, by a girl called Nasha. She's um, she's from Leeds. She had, a, I think it was her first EP out actually last month um, on Photo Sounds, which is run by Kyle Carnham. Big up, Kyle. Nice. Um, <laughs> and um, she's only 22, so she's quite oh young. God, wow. Yeah, it's really amazing to see um, some of the younger people coming through. And um, this is a tune called Contortion. I like it. And why do you love it? It's just like, it's just a real weighty tune. Like yeah. the the way when it first drops, there's this like, there's no drums in it. It's just like a, just bass. And then mm. like the snare kicks in and like, it's just weighty. Like yeah. I just, I just love it. Yeah. And they made a music video for one of the um, other tracks on her EP as well, which is, is really unheard of really. Like I don't often see music videos much these days. No, you don't do you? You don't. Especially no. in our scene. Yeah. Um, and it was a really cool music video. So, you know, if you're listening, make sure you go and check out Nasha. She's really, really sick and yeah. I'm loving her music. So we're going to play a little clip of this now. Okay, so Averse, have you got a tune for us from a recent female producer? I'm really sorry, but I've got two. Ah, that's fine. <laughs> you know what? More the merrier. Let's um, do two. So, Kirsty, I'm sorry. I don't mean to embarrass you, but oh, that yeah. tune, that remix you did of that Dabs tune. Oh, uh, oh that is, you know what? Bunt that lag. has been making some headwires. <laughs> that tune, I literally heard it and my mouth just dropped open. I was like, oh, this is so funky. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it so much. Um, yeah, big ups on that. I feel like I'm going to play that for the rest of my life. Um, the other tune is, oh, let me just double check the name of it. <laughs> yeah, so Is This Now by Quadrant and Iris hey, and uh, Ill Truth. Yeah, love it. Um, big up Ill Truth. Big up Ill Truth. <laughs> uh, all right, those two. <laughs> and I... Oh, I love this song and I love like the second drop of it like I always know the Quadrant and Irish tune that the second drop is going to be even better than the first and you're like how can they make it better than the first one and then the second they just, drop of Quadrant and Iris is always they better just, <laughs> they just go and do it and I'm like well you've blown me away thank you um, so and yeah I really like Iris is definitely one of those people that I really look up to she's amazing Iris yeah she's an absolute boss from San- no, not San Diego Seattle yeah yes. and um yeah, I just, I, I, everything those two put out, I just absolutely love it. Like, they're bringing back such a sick sound. Yeah. Like, they've the got their own thing. little sound, and they've they? got that. Yeah, I know, I can tell it's one of their tunes from a mile off. I love them. Um, so, yeah, big ups, big ups, Iris, big ups, Quadrant. Um, and big up Pyrus as well. Big so up Pyrus. Take a look into those two songs now. <laughs> Coming, Quadrant and Iris, Ill Truth, is this now? What about you? Um, the track I'm picking is by Chris Monkey and Strafe um, featuring Roof Royal, Crystal Glow. Love it. Came big out up on, Roof Royal. Yeah, big up Roof Royal. Amazing vocals on that track. Um, I think that's from the same EP as what you and Rhea are yes. featured on, isn't it? With Willem and... I love that. Hadley. That's the one. Yeah, um, I played this track um, on my Swoo show few weeks ago um i hadn't i hadn't actually heard it in full but when i played it and i stood back like in the studio i was like wow this tune's actually really cool and i never really give liquid tunes the time of day in my own sets when i play a live show but i thought as i'm playing a radio show i'm gonna expand a little bit i'm gonna play a little bit liquid and i'm glad i did because i feel like it fitted really well um and i really like ruth royal's vocals she's pretty awesome yeah so before i play that i do want to big up ruth royal because you know this is the mic diaries and my my thing is about keeping spotlights and be a ruth is one of the newest vocalists in german bass and She's brilliant and she's really nice. And also she's got this thing, um, she started this single, Keep It Real. Oh, it's yeah. all about women being real, no makeup, whatever. Check that out. But yeah, we're gonna roll out with that one now. Tune. Well, thanks, girls, for letting me know this. And I'm really glad that you chose um, a female vocalist and not just a producer, because you know we've got we've got to write the female vocalist as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is the Christmas special, 
I was wondering, what should I do for the Mike Dummies Christmas specials? And when I spoke to Deanna about it, I was like, this is perfect because I wanted to do something a little bit different. And this is different because it's not just, you know, talking to MCs and vocalists. So it's great. So, yeah, Christmas is in three days' time. Yeah, three days. <laughs> three can days. You be- can you believe three it? Three days. <laughs> I got I so excited. So, I mean, I absolutely love Christmas. I love it. Are you guys into Christmas? I'm... I like I like Christmas, but I have a really small family, so it's always really, it's always very chilled, you know, like the yeah. standard. Like I always cook Christmas dinner for my family. Oh, nice. So well, it's, I have one of your roast dinners. So oh, you have, yeah, you have, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's usually me, my dad, my nan, and my granddad, and I cook Christmas Aww. dinner, and um, it's really nice spending time with my nan and granddad because they live in um, Norfolk, so they're really they're quite far away. So I, far from Bristol. <laughs> yeah, so far from Bristol. So I don't get to see them a lot, and I love them so much. So it's really nice um, spending time with them. But you know, it's just standard Christmas. You know, you have a few drinks, you eat a big dinner, and then you fall asleep. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Reverse? Oh, I don't mean to be a Scrooge, but I'm just not a big fan. Oh no! <laughs> I really, I really like Christmas time. So I like the decorations. I like the just eating up. lots. Like I just, I like Christmas time. I like the festive season, but Christmas Day is just so shit. Like I've never got it. When you want to celebrate, sitting in your house just isn't really the way to do it. Like, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, (laughs) All the good things are shut and I just can't sit there and get drunk in my house. I just find it really weird. So, um, yeah, I think... you're not a Christmas fan. (laughs) It's it's really weird though, because normally any opportunity to lie down and do nothing, I'm just all over that. Like, but when there's nothing else to do, I just get cabin fever. Um, So yeah, I'm not a big fan so i just generally like to try and go on holiday um absolutely fair enough yeah, but not going to be able to this year i don't think yeah kirsty <laughs> do you like christmas christmas is all right um oh. <laughs> i'm clearly the big christmas I'm, person here. i'm the one in the middle diana's like i love it i was like no nah, not so much but i'm in the middle and i'm just um, on another level yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like mrs christmas <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to see my family. So yeah, it's nice to like see my auntie and uncle, my cousins, um, um, my other uncle. He just comes to us for Christmas, so it's usually just my mum, my dad, me, and then my uncle. Um, yeah, I've got a small family, same as Deanna. So there's not a huge amount that goes on. It's mainly just have a few drinks with my mum, get a little bit drunk, um, help my mum cook dinner but she usually is like stop getting in my way so let me handle it so I'm like all right bye yeah I'll see you in eat there. and then watch Christmas films and then that's it it's all oh, over lovely to me well I think yeah. one of the things I love about Christmas as well is it's like the end of the year and then it kind of leads on to New Year's Eve I mean god knows what that's going to be like this year because who knows what we're going to be allowed to do but it's the end of the year can you tell me what your favorite song of 2020 is I'm going to start with Anada um yeah so for me um i was actually introduced to a new producer this year um mm. by the name of biddle um he of biddle. did a remix on the finn absolute tune by how do you say the grand cavalera yeah okay. um what label did that come out on i feel like it it's australian they're australian okay i think i have a, i can't remember what label it came out on now but um he, um, you can tell with him, he's the kind of guy that listens to drum and bass, but makes dubstep. Okay. And that is like my, one of my favorite Bit types. Like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And like one of my favorite, my favorite things is, um, drum and bass producers that make dubstep and he's not a drum and bass producer, but you can tell that he listens to drum and bass and he did this remix of this Fin Absolute tune. And oh my God, it, I just nearly fell off my seat. Like, <laughs> And by the way, it was his first release oh, wow. ever. Yeah. And I was just like, who is this guy? Like, he's amazing. And um, I put up a post about it and um, his mate tagged him. And then um, he commented and I was like, oh, my God, I love this tune so much. And then since then, like, we've struck up a little bit of an online friendship. And then he sends me some music and he's just such an incredible producer. But yeah, this tune literally, Great. it blew so my socks off. Say the name and the title, uh, the artist in the title again. It's um, Biddle, B-I-D-L, mm-hmm. um, remix of Finn Absolute. Right. So, yeah, the original's a drum bass track. 
a verse. What about you? Favorite song of 2020? And don't say your truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've actually made some bangers, but no, I, I wouldn't want to give them that satisfaction. Just to say, I do love your truth. I've only done that because she goes out with half of them. So that's what I'm saying. Only half. <laughs> just, just half of them. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Not one of them. Yeah, just half of them. Just half of them. Just half of them. The bottom half of one, the top half of the other. <laughs> Which way round? <laughs> that's, that's, that's for another podcast. <laughs> so yeah, 2020, what is your favourite tune? Uh, it's got to be Stay With Me by BTK. I've absolutely rinsed. Anyone who's watched me play is probably just fucking sick of me playing it, to be honest. But I just love it. It just It's just so weighty. I think when I first heard it, I, I did what Deanna did and I fell off my seat. I was like, fuck the fuck off. And, <laughs> fuck the fuck off. And I, uh, yeah, I actually played it at the weekend at a set and I was just like, oh my God, I just love this song so much. And um, yeah, it's just a banger. So BTK, stay, stay with, with me. me. Right. Kirsty, Kyrist, favourite tune of 2020. I'm picking an icicle track called Plant Based Bell. Um, it was an exclusive track from his Patreon. So if you're not subscribed to his Patreon, you probably won't hear it or whatever. But you better yeah, get go, subscribed, go guys. Um, it's a great tune because I think it's really fun. It's you know, one of them tunes that just makes me smile every time I play it because it's Aww. yeah. Well, you're gonna play it in a minute, so everyone will hear what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's just it's just really funky and it's a little bit like Jump Up esque, but it's not. It's still got that proper Icicle stamp on it that sounds like him. Um, and Icicle's one of my all time all time favourite producers anyway. Yeah, so he's absolutely big brilliant. Up the Ice Man. Icicle. Right, so Icicle, <laughs> and the name of the song is Plant Based Bell. Of course, Plant Based Bell. Plant Based Bell. Let's do it. girls for sharing your favorite songs of 2020 so 2021 i mean let's face it this year's been very weird it's mm. been you know there's definitely been pros but mainly cons what are your hopes for 2021 when do you think we are back in the clubs back in the festivals um i'm hoping it's going to be around about may time Me too. i actually think may i think may yeah i think it's realistic i think it's definitely not going to happen in january definitely not February and I think after that it's getting a little bit more hopeful because I think more people would have been vaccinated and we'll be heading back yes. into the summer as well so things should calm down yeah. a little bit but um in terms of hopes I'm really hoping that these dynamics events are going to go ahead Ooh, tell us about that yeah I mean they were supposed to happen in November um but they had to get cancelled because we went back into lockdown unfortunately um boo. so I know boo <laughs> 
Um, so we've rearranged it for March. Um, I mean, it would be great if we could turn it into a standing event by then, but I... I think March is a bit it's too It's a bit, soon. yeah, yeah. I think it is a little bit too Blaine soon. going to have lockdown in January. Yeah, but regardless, <laughs> um, we've got um, two different events, two weeks apart from each other. Um, the first one is uh, 140 night. Um, and we've got a really great lineup for that. And um, the second one is a drum and bass event. And the lineup for that is just insane. Like, just the most Can amount. Can you of- divulge or do you want to keep it all secret? Um, I'm I'm gonna keep it, keep it yeah keep I'm gonna keep it secret and just for now. If everyone's wondering it's gonna be in Bristol. So you it is gonna get be, your asses in Bristol. Yeah, it's gonna be in Bristol. It's gonna be at Crofters, um, which is a a great venue that I love, and I'm happy to be able to support them during this time of need. Um, but yeah, they're gonna be really fun, and I just hope that happens because I'm really looking forward to it. And I think March, I think it can happen. I think it will be a sit down one. I don't think it's gonna be standing. But um, yeah, it's not going to be standing yet. No, but we are really hoping at, um, next year to sort of collab with other brands and stuff. And we want to take dynamics sort of all around the country, really do some stuff in London, Amazing. do some stuff in Manchester. Um, and for myself, I'm just hoping that I get more gigs. <laughs> Luton? <laughs> no, de- <laughs> definitely not Luton. Um, there's nothing going on there at all. It's... My dad lives there and that's enough yeah. going on. Yeah. That that's that's it really. Um I only ever go back to visit my dad and that's it and I don't need to do anything else there really. Just get out. What about you Avril? What are, what are you hoping that 2021's going to bring? Um so from a personal perspective, uh, I just want to go on all the fucking holidays. I I like to go on four a year and this year I've only gone on one and I'm I'm glad what that I got to go the... on one but I just feel very it upset. It looks very nice. That. You went to Greece, didn't you? It was lovely, yeah. I've never appreciated being in the sun so much. Um, but yeah, I want to go on a holiday. That's the thing that I'm really looking forward to. Plus, um, as Nuance, we've got a couple of um, things. So we've got, we're playing hospitality on the beach. I really Me hope that too. goes ahead and you're going to be Woo-hoo. there. Um, so I really hope that goes ahead and we can do that. It'll be our first international I think gig. It's, I think it's going to happen. I fucking hope so. I really do. Um, and then what's the other thing? Oh yeah, we're doing a little project as Nuance, which will hopefully... <laughs> It's kind of aimed at getting more women in drum bass, but Ooh, I probably shouldn't this? say anything. Would you not want to say it's a bit of a secret? Um, it's not a secret, but we're we're, f- we're filming it now. That's all I'm going to say. Um, that sounds exciting. Yeah, so hopefully that, that love the nuance girls. We, it's been put off so many times because we keep getting put in lockdown when we have dates scheduled. So hopefully <laughs> that will come out early next year, um, which should be helpful for people. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just want to get the vaccine now, really. Just um, microchip me, Bill Gates. I mean, I, wa- <laughs> I watched Good Morning Britain yesterday in the morning. That old woman, 91, the first ever vaccine in Coventry. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> so that was, it was amazing that it's in England, the first ever vaccine was given. Oh, that's not surprising. I mean, well, we're yeah. a very wealthy country. So bloody sure. Stockpile all the fucking vaccines. Well. Like, yeah, I don't care about you developing countries. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, finally, the second person, his name was William Shakespeare. What? Yeah, the second oh, person the in the whole entire world. And he looked a bit like him as well. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's looking positive. It's looking hopeful. Kirsty, I bet you cannot wait to get behind that bloody decks again on the stage. I know, I miss it so much. Oh, it feels like I'm missing limbs, like multiple limbs, like not having this part of my life there anymore. Um, But it will come back. I'm a firm believer that it will go back to normal. Um, It might take a while. It's definitely going to take a while. I'm not, yeah. Um, Yeah. It's going to take ages to get back to what it was as we know it, you know, oh, like God. being around all your mates in like a packed out Without room a kind of thing. Yeah, it's going to take a while. But yeah, um, when it comes back, I'm going to savour every moment, take as many pictures as I can because I never take photos ever. Deanna can back me up here. I, I'm so rubbish at taking photos and remembering just moments. Oh, that's So nice. yeah, I'm going to try and do that more. Um, hopefully, um, if I can... Um, try and do my tours that I was scheduled to do for this year you was meant to do it yeah I was just gonna say that and also (laughs) this year I got to the airport to Gatwick (gasps) to go to Columbia and I got turned away so I was this close to getting on a plane I can't imagine that close to going to Columbia and then not yeah well it it was my choice ultimately because um yeah you made the right my agent was like it's risky so yeah you made the right choice yeah I just gotta I just gotta look out for myself in this situation but yeah hopefully 
Colombia. I'll be coming back. Yeah, Colombia. I mean, Look won't be coming back. That. I'll be coming there soon. I hope. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we've all just been saying, I feel like we're a kind of agreement. It's going to be late spring, early summer. We just don't know, yeah. do you? You just don't. It's hard know. to put a time stamp on it, isn't it? Really, because things keep changing all the time. But have you? But had, at least we got a vaccine. Have you had any? You know, obviously, there's a lot of cons. 2020. Have you had any pros? Um, probably doing the production sessions with girls all over the shop, um, helping people in that respect, putting out my own music on my own label. Yeah, big up giving that. giving myself the freedom to just be like, I don't really care if labels like this or not. I just want to put it out there. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all about like I just wanted to be consistent because mm. I feel like if you're not consistent, people might forget about you a little bit. Mm. So I unfortunately, thought, this you know the music seems very fickle, and if you're yeah. not having content out there, they do forget about you. And this has been tough because you're not doing the gigs; you've had to find other ways to exactly. to be adapt, yeah. out there. And so yeah, I love the self-releasing thing. I mean, I'm going to be self-releasing next year as well. I think it's a great idea, especially for women. I feel like it's really empowering, to, like self-release. Like you don't need a label. Like just put it out yourself. Like you've got yeah. an established name now. Just do it yourself. Yeah, and it's better for um, like if you use Bandcamp, so much easier for you to just get the money directly. Yeah, rather than like having to wait qu- quarterly for a label to like send you it, and even then it gets like split in half. And yeah, you know, all the money comes from like playing shows. So having that taken away is like mm. obviously a it's massive been, loss. It's been such a crap time for that, hasn't it? So yeah. But what about you, Avril? Have you got have you got any con not cons pros pros for the year twenty twenty pros. pros for this year? Yeah. Um. Well, I recently, in the last couple of months, started learning how to produce. Um, oh, I'm amazing. terrible, um, but <laughs> um, but that's something that I'm going to try and do more of next year. I mean, to be honest, like I don't, I don't, I don't think 2020 has been the worst year for me. I don't have anything to complain about. I'm alive. I don't have any family members who have died, and yeah, like my kind of the things I enjoy have been put on hold. But I'm still got my job so and you're like you said you're alive yeah I can't I can't be too down on 2020 it's if someone had told me at the beginning of the year you're not going to be able to do a lot of the things you enjoy for nine months I'd have been like oh god but I think you just kind of get through it don't you and And you just get used to it and you accept it didn't you yeah yeah so I think um yeah I don't want to be too hard on 2020 because I haven't been one of the people that's been really badly affected by it but mm. I really do empathize with people who have but it would feel a bit wrong for me to kind of moan about it when yeah. I am I haven't really been too badly affected like yeah personally so um but yeah I think uh pros I think it's been quite nice um I think having dynamics as a project that's been going on has definitely kept yeah, us going I, I mean dynamics. we've been very busy <laughs> I think some days I've been getting up at like 7 30 for work and work until 11 on dynamics so Aww. like it's been keeping us busy so deanna what about you cons i keep saying cons fuck's sake praise for the year um <laughs> i think really i've just been able to embrace my inner sloth mentality <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say yeah my inner self i found myself <laughs> um i am i'm a relaxer i enjoy relaxing <laughs> so i've really been able to kick back and relax i mean in the summer went in the garden i've been sunbathing oh. i bought myself a paddling pool and Avril bought me a rubber ring for my birthday and it's a donut rubber ring and I definitely floated around in that for a few (laughs) days (laughs) got a nice tan and yeah I I think you know I've definitely got a different perspective on life Mm. um I've enjoyed the you know the smaller things and appreciate the smaller things as well like it's great going out and having fun and getting drunk on the weekends, but actually staying in sometimes and having a really wholesome evening in with some food and some oh like a close knit friend in. group is is amazing as well. Yeah, it makes you appreciate things. And I've got to say, I love sloughing too. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but for me, one of my pros of 2020 is starting this podcast yeah big up Colette honestly Aww. like I've listened to every single episode and I they just have me in stitches every Aww, single time like good. I absolutely love it and well done for doing it because I think there does need to be more of a, sh- um, a light shone on vocalists and MCs they don't get enough credit it's all about the DJs and producers yeah, sometimes so. and vocalists need uh, more recognition yeah we've got our little corner in the scene you know, yeah. we do our thing yeah, you but yeah thank it. you and 
Thank you so much, girls. It's been great to catch up with you guys and, and have you here. And before I let you go, have you got any final words? Um, we love all of our fans. Hey, I love it. <laughs> where, that's, the, that's the best thing you could possibly where, say. Where would we be without them supporting the music and supporting the industry? Working at Tesco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not working there anymore, are you, Kirst? Hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, like without them, like where would we be? And also... Nothing wrong with working at Tesco, by the way, guys. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> but also big up to the promoters that have powered through this and still been putting on these sit-down events as well. Like Absolutely. it has kept us going, even though it's not the way that we knew it, it is definitely helped a lot of us get through to be able to hear the music that we love. Yeah. What about you, Avril? Anything? I can't really say? remember what the question was again. Now, basically, just if you got any. This is. I'm going to oh. end the podcast now. Have you got any final words? Any final words? Um, book women, support women, hey, yada yada. Perfect. Probably don't need to reiterate that. Um, women, women, women. But yeah, I think you touched on something really important, Diana, which is about the people that are close to you and just like spending good time with people you care about it's definitely something I've done a bit more of in 2020 and I definitely I, I couldn't I can't see my parents at the moment um because mm. my dad has to isolate so I don't know when I'm gonna get to that see them sucks. again and it's definitely given me an appreciation for how much I love them oh, <laughs> so I think really like look after your friends um and um yeah spend quality time with each other even when the clubs and stuff come back don't yeah. forget to have those nice dinners with people that you've been having for the last couple of months because yeah. i know i miss my friends a lot more than i miss the events themselves it was that like yeah with it people. is about it's not just about oh yeah i want to be at the rave and it's about being with your friends isn't it yeah you know, and dancing and just being in like connected mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Kirsty. I would say um, support all your favourite artists if they've released music um, by their own means this year. Help them out. Bandcamp. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Bandcamp, subscribe to people's Patreons, you know, anything that they're giving you, just like take it because we've had our world turned upside down by not being able to perform. So this is our way of giving back. Do you know what I mean? So if you can support your favourite artists in any way, then if you can, just do it. Amazing. And Merry Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Merry Christmas, guys. Have you ever loved it? I mean, they're bloody Scrooges over here, but I love it. So have a lovely Christmas. Have a happy new year. In 2021, things are going to start looking up. I'm going to roll this podcast out with, as we were saying earlier about the self-releasing. Kyrie has just self-released two tracks, Looped, and the other one is... Sidestep. There you go. I'm going to roll this one out with Looped because I love it. And yeah, have a great time and we'll see. And thanks for listening. Big love, girls. outtakes of this one. Oh, please do. <laughs> I'm picking 
um, an icicle track called Plant Based Bell. Oh, is he a vegan? (laughs) He could be. Um, I think he released it as a Patreon exclusive track, so I'm not sure if everyone else has access to it. Mm. If you don't have a subscription to his subscription, (laughs) subscription. Let's start that again. <laughs> oh well. Oh my god. Uh, and stop, there's stop, a slime. Stop hanging. I might keep this in. <laughs> um dun, 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 tsh, dun, dun. <laughs> It possibly <laughs> It's funny when you tell her to stop. I just think you should keep that in. I, I think I might. I actually think I might. Stop keep fucking back. I think I might, especially when you went, you're trying to make up stuff. I think it might be around about May. Sorry. <laughs> stop. Let's do that again, shall we? 